Yeah, I mean, oh, the uh, the sun would probably go right through that shirt. You're probably right. I would just end up lobstered. Yeah. Has anyone it's worn those any shirts shade. since Europe? No. Nope. I still got it. I moved it's... it to how many places by now? <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just still hanging up in the closet. I have uh, my. Are you Filipino guys hearing a delay when too. I talk or no? Um, say something. No, I see, think it's it, my. Yeah, it's your end. It is. All right, let me let me unplug my modem and plug it back in. Oh Christ, Jesus Christ! We're already recording. Sorry, I started All recording right. too soon. We'll You're working now. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Wait, so, so you can still hear us? Well, he hasn't unplugged the modem yet. I'll wait. I'll, we'll wait till he uh, goes away to start talking shit about him. All right. You guys uh, all ready we- for uh, Utah? Everything's planned out. Everything's ready to go. Uh, everything's planned out. Yeah, we know what we're going to do each day and shit like that. But um, now we're just laughing like I haven't packed a single thing. Haven't like <laughs> run any of the errands I need to run. So coming down to the wire. That's what I always do. Yeah. Always works out. Well, it's definitely like a girl and guy thing. Like if there's a trip, like I usually, I can't remember the last time I didn't pack the, the night before. And yeah. I was just fine. But like with girls, it's like a whole week or like at least just several days of like, okay, I'm taking this. I'm not taking that. Whereas guys just like throw a bunch of shit it's in easy. and and get going. Now, do you guys have, we, you don't have to go into your whole itinerary, but do you guys have like a strict schedule every day or you guys work into some like free time where you can just kind of do whatever you're feeling like doing? I mean, most of it is like we can do whatever we want. Like we just, we're going to different parks so we can really just take it as leisurely or as adventurous as we want. Okay. So wasn't That's sure if you guys nice. had like excursions or anything like that planned. No, we've got a couple things planned. We're going to rent a Jeep Saturday and do some serious uh, like off-roading um, well, Saturday. So Good thing you got a Jeep guy with you. Yeah, just so we can drive it off a cliff with us in it. <laughs> His internet really does it's, suck. Dude. It's really bad. Wow. Unbelievable. Ugh. I didn't think we were even going to get him tonight. I, I, I didn't think we were... Uh, I really right, thought I'm, I'm back. Can you guys hear me? I mean, kind yeah. of. <laughs> I just keep on the screen. <laughs> Can you hear us? It's I just literally on a massive paid for the delay. fucking expense. Yeah, just on a massive delay. I fucking paid for the expensive internet too, and this is the bullshit I get on this godforsaken island. Just like go out of the Zoom meeting okay. and then come back in. See if that helps at all. I'm just going to switch to the other Wi-Fi. Are you on the 5G one? Um, mine only has one. I use my own modem. I don't use the Cox modem. Gotcha. It's lightning fast. So I, I just switched to the the, uh, wi- the Wi-Fi downstairs. Sorry, guys. It's downstairs, I'm using your Wi-Fi. Yeah, when I, when I got but, using uh, the people, your tenants' Wi-Fi downstairs? Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's working better some for some reason. Not really. No, it's not any better. Um, nope. 
you guys at least aren't freezing for me anymore. All right. Well, that's an improvement. Um, so Adam, are you going to remember All right, to change I'm that? The meeting. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Adam, are you going to remember to change that name before you, uh, log off? Uh, this time? Yeah. I'll remember. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. She doesn't use this for work. Does she? What did you, you join the work thing and it was stink. Oh no, no. I, I, after last meeting, I, so I changed it to head. I'm just going to put a different name every time. Um, and like I'm sitting down. He asks you a question and leaves the meeting. Jesus. Well, to answer his question, he can listen to it later. Although he probably won't. Um, as soon as you signed off, I was like, fuck, I didn't change the name. So like the first thing that people are going to see, cause like, I guess with the meetings, it's like, it has, you see their name before you see them. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it would just be like head is in the <laughs> chat room or whatever. Is it, isn't it Emma's computer though? Like her, it is. It's her. It's her Schneider. Well, no. It, so I, I log into my Zoom because okay. I log so in for you. It would have shown up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but to that avoid that, yeah, that would have been. Yeah, it would have been really funny. That would have been a, a fun conversation to have. <laughs> so you, you weren't surprised that we uh, we got the little, the uh, little guy on tonight. Well, I, I think I think we talked him off the ledge. I mean, I was feeling pretty good. I mean, I'm not I'm not promising. For the next couple months, but for at least today, yeah. I mean, and we even discussed it last week. Like we're we're doing the oyster thing tomorrow, so we moved it to today. So he's getting everything he wants. Um, I was uh, Erica was like, I guess she listened to, it and she's like, yeah, Jared's full of shit. There's no way he's gonna actually put in extra effort to make it better, which will keep him doing it. There's absolutely no way. And so that's why I was trying to like help help out and like all right I'll I'll text uh I'll text the guys like Sunday that way like we can you know in an effort for Jared to get things more structured mm-hmm. you know I was like oh, I'll send uh, my topic now and of course you you just he no reaction doesn't say anything until like midday today and I was just like oh, I mean I, I can understand why you were hesitant about his commitment for tonight but we well he's. Oh, there we go. He's back. I was going to say, <laughs> funny if he just never came back after that. I was wait- I've been waiting in the lobby for five minutes. We were talking no, about this. No, you haven't. We've been talking yeah. for two minutes. No, uh, well, a minute and 55 seconds of it. I was waiting <laughs> in the lobby. <laughs> I was in there so long. I texted you guys to let me in. We were talking let about it. In. All right. I feel like I sound better. Do I? You do. Yeah, you yeah. definitely do. Um, all right. I-, I wanted to open it up with two crazy people stories that each are like five seconds long, but they just happened to me and I want to tell somebody and I live alone. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you guys. <laughs> okay. Let her rip. So, so first, um, the neighbors to the right of me, like super nice house. They bought the house like a year ago. Um, like just old, like Jewish couple, like super high maintenance. Like they've texted me about super annoying, random shit. And since I moved in, I hear them literally like moving their garbage cans every day. Like, what the hell is going on? I just thought about it this morning. I was like, why do they move their garbage cans so much? So I peeked out the window while they were doing it. Every time they pull out of their driveway, they block off their driveway with garbage cans. So nobody goes on it. Literally, dude, like this morning, they went somewhere for 15 minutes. (laughs) 
pull out the garbage cans to block off their driveway. I don't know what they think is going to happen. People just are just going to park in their driveway on a dead end street with five houses. I mean, and just cr- take off and go to the bar and grab a drink. <laughs> like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that driveway is not that big. It's two cars. It's two, it's two cars. cars. Like one side yeah. by side. That's yeah. it. That's it. Okay. Interesting. So I am quite puzzled. I think they're just like, think maybe because they live in a city, like people are just going to park in their driveway. And how, how old are they? Probably 60s. Yeah. So they're just weird, neurotic old people. <laughs> totally living neurotic. The, living in the big city. Yeah. I, I heard her when she was outside today. I asked the lady across the street, hey, what's wrong with your house? Because she had somebody working on her house. <laughs> it's like, lady, get a life. Um, so the second one, this is my crazy cousin. She uploaded an Instagram story saying, I love Bravo, that TV channel. And yeah. I watched the Instagram story. It was a clip of a show called who vaccinated them where they show a celebrity on the screen and you have to guess if they got Pfizer or Moderna. I'm not lying. Wait. This is an actual TV show. She thought it was so good. She put on her Instagram story. Who put it on their Instagram story? My cousin, one of my older cousins. Who's just what? Like there's an actual show about that. Yeah. It's a segment on um, some gay guy who works for Bravo. So do wow. they like make assumptions about a Pfizer versus a Moderna? Yeah, like vaccination. Exactly. It was only it was only a ten second Instagram story. I didn't do much due diligence oh research oh, after man. that. We should watch Woof. that for the next uh, next recording so we can get a sense of what's going. Electric on. Electric TV. We, we think, on we think cable. we're struggling for content. <laughs> yeah, for real. My God. It um, even. Um, I was at the gym today and Ellen was on one of the TVs on the treadmill. Ellen doesn't even do her own show anymore. The dude Twitch was on there. The dude. She must do. There's a dude named Twitch. Yeah. The black dude is your DJ. You Uh, watch Ellen. When it's on the treadmill in front of me at the gym, I look up and notice it. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry. Can't you change the channel? Or is it like no. the big TVs? Not your oh, own. Planet it's like Fitness the TV, has no, it's a the bunch TVs of on them. the wall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's out. She's leaving. I don't know if she already left. It's pretty or not, obvious but... of the fact she's not even hosting it right now, or not <laughs> yeah. hosting all the episodes at least. So it's yeah. just the Ellen degenerate. It's just Ellen with no Ellen. It was Ellen in the intro video, and then like the first guest walks in. It was the lady from Handsmaid's Tale, and she just walks in and gives Twitch an elbow. Wouldn't even like hug him. It's just so cringe, dude. <laughs> because <laughs> you know i'm sure her audience is like oh thank god these people are still like being safe <laughs> i know right <laughs> so mo how uh it's about been almost a week since you've been going back to the gym yep how's it been so far great yeah and going great. every day no god no oh. i went uh twice last week i'll i'll go today and tomorrow this week um i'll only try and go like three days a week i'm not going crazy Did you get the black card no, I got the cheaper one. Oh, fuck. You could have uh, gone in Utah. I could have. Get, get, get a quick pump in. <laughs> um, is there any other gyms in like on the island? Like good gyms? Like, like Not uh, good ones. No, it's good like ones. that, a Y, and then like all small boutique gyms. Yeah. So, I, mean, uh, I think sure it was in any time too, right? I think, this, I think so. I think some of the small boutique ones, I think some of them are really nice, but they're just like ridiculous. There's $100 expensive. a month or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't really be Planet Fitness price-wise on the island. There's really nothing else. Well, so Schneider yeah. did, uh, I started it last year, like literally the week of the, like before the pandemic hit. Because um, like I, I wanted to go to, I think it's called um, LA Fitness. 
yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. a basketball There's court. There's one of those in Warwick. Yeah, so I would go to and like play basketball. Um, and I was like, this is awesome. Like I can do this or I can go to Planet Fitness if I just want to like go to the gym quick, in and out, more machines, shit like that. Um, and Schneider gives you like a membership that's like 25 bucks a month and you can go to like whatever gym you want. And they have yeah. time. they have LA, they have Planet Fitness, they have like all like the national chains if that's what you want to tom, tom was telling me about that and actually i tried to look for it and like i couldn't find a link to it anywhere i don't remember how i found it to be honest with you. yeah it's like something through our health insurance it's like through blue cross blue shield yeah yeah, yeah I, I couldn't find it anywhere but yeah tom was telling me he did that too a good deal yeah i mean it's been a good deal for them for the last year i've been paying 25 <laughs> bucks a month i haven't fucking set a goddamn foot inside a gym that's how the gyms make their money oh man well, yeah, I wasn't going into wearing a mask, so we'll see. Now, like, I, I'd same, love to go same back here. That's why. I, that's why I waited to join. No, I was like, I'm not nice working out in a mask. Yeah. All um, right, crew, we ready for our new show? Brand yeah. new show. What's the Somewhere name? Somewhere in the middle, too. Oh, you gotta be more creative than that. I tried thinking of a name today. Um, didn't really come up with much. I wanted something that's a little play on wordsy. Boiling we points. We're, we're actually change <laughs> boiling points. Were we actually going to change the name? No. Oh, I was going to say. Let's change the name and logo, but keep the listeners kind of like they do with Twitter accounts for bots. Hey, what would uh, you guys think? 19 engaged listeners. So what is that? I'm 5.2 thousand plays. That's a lot That's, of plays. Was, How many of them are you putting yourself to sleep, though? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Zero. Do you, That's a do lot you of plays. Listen, you listen to the episodes anymore, Ty? No, I mean I put them on like after I upload them. Like once they once I see it on like Apple, I'll play it and then like kind of skim through just to make sure it actually like works. So like I'll just fast forward to like third of the way through, half of the way through, then like you know three quarters in the end just to make sure everything is there. Right. So that's one play, you know, for each episode for us. But I thought those that's are a lot of lists. I mean. Five, over 5,000? I mean, that's... Yeah. No, 5,000 listens, not listeners. No, 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 but just listens. The fact that enough people have turned it on just, just to list to qualify as a listen. 33 assuming, total listeners. Nice. So what is an engaged listener then? Someone who's just like every engaged week. Engaged listener is the number of unique devices that played at least 20 minutes or 40% of an episode within a single session. Okay. I wonder who those 19, I mean, I can name like five of them, I think, but okay. I don't so know who the other 14. Oh, there he goes. He's out uh, there. Yeah. I thought I was pretty impressed by those numbers. They that's if there were different numbers than I get. Like, so I, I have to uh, like pay for the actual service to like upload the RSSS feed to Apple podcasts. And that site gives me some stats too, but these were, different these were a little bit um greater in terms of numbers than the other site so yeah i mean 19 I, consistent listeners is more than i would cool. like it'll give me like a breakdown of each episode like the number of engaged listeners per episode like on each episode number of plays average consumption like how much it is consumed on average. like it's pretty cool i'd be curious to know what our most listened to episode is i can tell you right now I wonder if it's one of the drunk pods. No. No. <laughs> no. So it looks like um, the top one, the title is GameStop. 
so we were talking about oh the whole robin hood thing yeah okay um oh it's freezing on me Oop. the next one Oop. was a um a drunk pod that i think the first one we did yeah all right that might have been where we had uh everyone on there um, that was early on that was a very early on episode if i remember correctly yeah and see on the other site um the one where we had rob on trader moe's was like the most said that was the most listened to that was Great a good name. one when uh mo and, and rob duked it out yeah that one um, <laughs> <laughs> i looked up the average rate that advertisers pay per listener uh per thousand listeners so guess how much one of our uh, podcast episodes would be worth 50 cents to advertisers what's your predictions ty five thousand uh so i don't know probably like are we talking about an advertise like what's the advertising rate per show yeah like someone per, wants yep. to advertise on a show for us it'd probably be like a dollar or two dollars 28 and a half cents baby hey wow. all right yeah it's like 19 dollars per thousand listeners they said is the average rate Oh, sorry. Yeah. So I was thinking of like plays. That's why I, would, I was like up yeah. in the $1 to $2 range. But yeah. Let's, yeah. Okay. So if we, if we want, we can each take home almost 10 cents per episode. Hey, you right the Bitcoin. hey I mean, we're, we are officially worth something. We're not worthless. We're not worthless. No. I like that. Yes. So you couldn't come up with a creative name? Um, I was thinking maybe something about soapboxes. But then I didn't feel like that. Soapbox kind of has a negative like connotation to it. Then I was thinking of um, like a crazy guy in the corner of town just standing there like yelling at people back in the day and people coming up and listening to him go on to some rant. Uh, but I didn't quite know what that was called. <laughs> so I didn't. <laughs> nope. So I got then, then I my ADD kicked in and I stopped thinking about it the rest of the day. <laughs> The day in the life. Oh, day in the life. Yep. Thought, thought about it for probably 90 seconds. Just ping ponging thoughts around. Ping just, ping. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, new show, concise, clear. Actually, you know, before that, what do you guys think? Speaking of new shows, so like Gun to Your Head, have you enjoyed Breaking Points more or less than Rising? Or do you do you really think it's exactly the same? I feel like it's exactly the same. The only the only difference is like I'll listen to the um, or watch the paid subscriber link, which they send is like one long video, which yeah. I don't love. I'd rather be able to choose the clips I can listen to watch. Um, but I think in terms of content, it doesn't seem like content's any different in a good way. Like I'm not shitting on them. Like I, it's exactly what I would hope that they didn't try and recreate the wheel. Yeah, I just I kind of miss like so they had some awesome guests on. It yeah, seems like they're gonna do less guests, and uh, I don't know, like just watching it, like they talked a lot about it. They're obsessed with the set, but I mean, to me, it's like it doesn't, doesn't really, look as professional. Sager loves as, that fucking table. Yeah, I don't get like, what the yeah. deal with the desk is. I don't. Yeah, know. it's like we can't see it. No one cares. Like, yeah. <laughs> so what, I, what happened to Sager's teeth? Do we know? What do you mean? Why did he get new teeth? So on Thursday's episode, like the very end. Oh, he got um, mouth he, surgery or something? Yeah, he like apologized. He's like, yeah, sorry, like I've had a dental emergency. And even today, he was clearly like talking like this, like intentionally <laughs> not being able to like fuck up his teeth. I don't know. 
Interesting. I do remember that now you say it though. Yeah. But uh, it's cool. Like I like that they do. Um, like, did you see they came out like an Ask Me Anything? Yeah, on like Sundays. Like I, yeah. I think I got an email yesterday about that. Yeah, I didn't listen to it. I enjoyed it. It was cool. Did you ask them a question? No. They said they got a thousand questions and they do like three questions an episode. <laughs> so the odds are pretty low. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, uh, I, I like it. I mean, I, I listen to it really just as a podcast. I don't. I haven't really watched like a single video, but I subscribe to the YouTube page. It's just more convenient when I'm driving to and from work and it's 35, 40 minute drive. Yeah, sometimes. I do like so that can, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll listen yeah. to it on the on the road too. Because I've I've tried I tried to do that with Rising with like just the videos and put it on like my phone and my car and it just it wasn't the same. So I mean I it's pretty much the same. I agree with Jared. It was nice to be able to be like, all right, I don't really care about these other topics. Let me just watch this this twelve minute video and this eight minute video. Where now it's just all jumbled up into one, which you know is fine, but. I guess I liked the, the the freedom of choice before, but overall, the, the content's been great. Well, they've Super been happy uh, for their success, and they're like number one in everything. I know that's what I was going to say. That's pretty badass. Yeah. All three of us are supporting them. It's, it's, it feels good. I want Crystal them. is making fifteen dollars a month off me between this and Crystal and Kyle and friends freeloader. Pay for them too. Yeah, wow, I, was, I support the people I love. Oh, yeah. Al Klumsky doesn't deserve my money, but Crystal I give him five bucks a month. I'm all set with Kyle. I like him, I like but Kyle. He, he's sometimes annoying. He's, he's like almost nerd. like a little, yeah, he's like a little kid almost sometimes. <laughs> yeah. He's not, he, he's not quite as refined as Sager. Yeah. He strikes yeah. me as someone that looks a lot older than he actually is. I mean, I don't know how looks old he older? actually is. Yeah, I think he I looks how old. old he is. I don't know. Like they, he just strikes me as like he. Yeah, I think you mean he's older than he looks. Isn't that what I said? What yeah, I said. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> you said, no, exactly. you said he looks older than he is. So do you think he's older That's, or younger than we think he is? I think he's younger than we think he is. Okay. He is how young or old do you think he is? Um I'm going to say he's I'd say 32. I was going to say 31, so He's 33? Okay. I He looks 33. Yeah. He's yeah. actually exactly. I would have thought he was a little younger. Yeah. I would have thought he was a little, a little younger, to be honest. But if you want a number that's going to dwarf our uh, total views number, he's at 850 million total views on YouTube. Not bad. Hey, hey the the journey of a I'm thousand. Sure he miles started at 5,000 uh, 5, total views. Everybody hey, started with no views, just like Rogan. Um. All right. So where do we want to start? I don't think either, any of them. Uh, we were talking about. Uh, were we talking about basketball earlier? Uh, we talked about baseball and football. All right. Well, let's, let's start with your story first, Adam. I thought it was okay. an interesting one. All right. So um, I know it seems like COVID is gone, but I guess it technically still is a thing. I'd be, but I mean, Adam took this so seriously. He is really like Kristen Sago. You, can, uh, you guys can't see it, but he's got a. Uh, <laughs> a, a monitor in the background he's reading off of the script he wrote. <laughs> I got, he's got a teleprompter right set up and everything. Collared shirt, tie. Yeah. Hey, what's on your radar, Adam? All right. Well, <laughs> um, so yeah, with um, we're all obviously anticipating the NFL season. We're like, I think we just broke the 100 day barrier. That's fucking the NFL season. It's fucking awesome. Always flies by. And obviously, you know, with some of the recent news because of restrictions being lifted everywhere, some places there are no restrictions at all. Stadiums are going to be most likely at full capacity 
throughout the entire country. So it's going to be a normal season for the most part. But at the same time, the NFL is still, they've still implemented a lot of, you know, COVID policy because not as many people, and, and I, I didn't, I wasn't able to find numbers on this, but from every, from what every reporter is writing about, and it could just be media just overhyping stuff, but I thought it was interesting that there's not as many people that are fully vaccinated as I would, I would have thought. In fact, there are a couple of teams. I think the Buffalo Bills, for example, I don't know how many players have banded together, but like I, I read that a substantial number of players are just like, we're not getting the vaccine. Yeah. It's, it's not just across football. It's across most sports, believe it or not. Most like sports, yeah. The um, the Sox have a metric that like they keep getting asked about. If they were given like a soft target of 80% vaccination rate, and they're not going to hit it. Right, yeah. And it, yeah. And it, it just got me... It just was odd to not odd, I guess, because and again, I think we're, we all agree that it should be a choice. But I was curious what you guys thought of this. So two two players in, in particular have been in the spotlight for not getting vaccinated. One of them is my future, possibly franchise quarterback, but probably not. Sam Darnold. Um, he was interviewed. Um, someone asked him if he had been vaccinated. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. He's kind of annoying me with these comments, but I'll, I'll let you guys decide. So someone asked him, like, have you been vaccinated? I don't know exactly what they asked, but pretty much that. And uh, his response was, I, I haven't been vaccinated yet. I still got to think about all those certain things that go into it. Again, it's everyone's choice whether they want to get vaccinated or not. That's really all I got on. That's all. That's really all I got on it. I don't want to go into detail, but yeah, I haven't been vaccinated. So another reporter asked, well, have you been like looking up on it? Like, have you been doing your own research to come up with your own opinion? And he responds, quote, I have been. For me, I'm just staying by myself right now. I don't have a family or anything like that, which is not true. I mean, I think he just means he's just by himself literally all the time. Um, there's a ton of different things that go into it. And I'm going to evaluate that on my own and make the best decision that I feel like is the best for myself. So like a long way of trying to get out of getting vaccinated. Like, yeah. How long I, I guess that answer- before they glaze over? And <laughs> right. Said. So like we can start with him. Like what kind of research do you think he's actually doing? Like zero. Exactly. Yeah, probably like, zero. literally zero. He saw so- a Facebook article saying <laughs> the, the, the magnetization theory or like, some other random side effects. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's plenty of research that shows it's very safe. And I think um, the end of May, I think it was May 25th, I was reading an article from MSNBC. And at that point, there were a little over 130 million fully vaccinated adults or mm-hmm. individuals. I wasn't sure exactly what it was. Guess how many contracted COVID? Zero. 1,000? 5,000. 10,000. You want to guess what that is in percentage? I'm whipping out the calc. BBC, right. if you can beat me to it. Well, I'm not going to do <laughs> See it. See if you can beat me to it. I oh, I thought, I thought, right you, knew, I thought you knew the answer. <laughs> well, no, I do. It's like zero. That's point. what I meant. Saying, if you, yeah, if you can say it before oh. I do the math, that's fine. <laughs> I'm going to beat you to it. <laughs> it's point zero. Well, I mean, zero. at this point, Jared could have fucking beat you. So <laughs> point zero 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 seven. I wonder percent. how many were hospitalized. 
Um, I think it's been not, like ten. I think it's let it's less than half of them were hops, like way less than half. Way less. It's, it's like majority, less than a hundred people have had what they call breakthrough yeah, cases. The vast majority didn't even realize they had it. Totally asymptomatic, whatever. Um, so I don't know what kind of research he's doing, but now before I get to my main point, I, let me read another quote from Montez Sweat. You guys, he's a defensive end for the Redskins. Mm. Yeah, he was drafted like two name. years ago. Um, yeah, great name. He, um, yeah, he was asked a similar question and his answer was, quote, I'm not a fan of it. We're obviously referring to the vaccine. I probably won't get vaccinated until I get more facts in that stuff. I'm not a fan of it at all. I haven't caught COVID yet, so I don't see me treating COVID until I actually get COVID. He doesn't yeah. know how vaccines work. Actually, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Ron Rivera. You don't get sick of vaccine to treat that. You just got sick. Well, and, and, and this is the thing. So Ron Rivera actually brought in an immunologist who literally like spoke to the entire team. And I don't know. I mean, I would imagine that person knows quite a bit about this. And Sweat was not convinced one bit. And again, like Jared just said, I don't think he understands what a vax a vaccine <laughs> is and what it's supposed it's so to be. So scary. So when I texted you guys, it's, it seems to me, and then again, I don't have numbers in front of me, but this seems still like a competitive liability because, and I just think of Sam Darnold, I'm going to use him as an example. Remember two years ago with the whole mono shit? Yeah. He missed like four games and he never like fully recovered from that. Like he was, a, not that he was ever great because he's been as up and down as you can possibly be for a quarterback in the last few years. But as an owner, as a coach and, and a GM, you're investing so much into some of these players for them to just say, nah, I'm not going to get it. And again, I, I get the personal choice part, but at what point do you think the NFL is like, yeah, you're getting paid a lot of money. So your freedom of choice is not going to be as free as you, as you think it, it as, as you want it to be like, what, how, what do you guys think yeah. about that? Do you think there should be a mandatory thing or, or something like that that the NFL imposes on its players when it comes to the vaccination? I think it's a really fair question. The um, There was, I think, a court case going on right now. It might be in Texas, Ty, about nurses that sued the hospital because they were all suspended for refusing to get vaccinated. Did you guys see that? Wasn't that in Tennessee or something? Or? Maybe it was Tennessee. Yeah. It was somewhere I didn't in the South. something about that, yep. Yeah, so it's this, it's a, this exact situation where the hospital said, you're – putting others at risk and a liability to other safety by not getting vaccinated. You're suspended until you get vaccinated. They sued and the court actually threw out the case today and said, your employer has the right to say if you need to be vaccinated or not. Um, they didn't even hear the case. So if you go off that logic, you'd say the NFL does have a right. And I, I kind of agree with you, Adam, like not so much. I think any of these NFL players are going to die because at this point, like, no professional athletes gotten that sick, even if they've gotten COVID. No, most of them didn't even know they had it. They just yeah. thought they had a cold. But but what happens if you end up with another situation like the Broncos last year where your whole quarterback room gets exposed? None of them were sick, but one of them was exposed. And now you need to play a game without a quarterback. And you just cost your team a win and a potential playoff spot. Right. And some of these guys are getting paid millions of dollars. And yeah putting others at risk. And again, I say others at risk. If you're in a locker room of like 80% vaccinated, I, I don't know if that's, there's even a locker room out there that's like that, but 
Um, obviously, the, the risk is, is diluted quite a bit because you're not really going to be spreading it to too many people. But you can still there's still enough people where this is a conversation that have just not gotten vaccinated. And it's been readily available for the last, what, three, four months you know, to most people. And now it's, yeah, literally it's, it's, it's readily available. Yeah. So I mean, that. yeah. And like now we're getting down to like kids, like nine to 12 years old that are able to get it. So like, it's not a, it's not a question of, can I get it? It's the, these guys are just like, I'm not getting it. Cause whether they read an article or they're just superstitious, I know the NFL, they've already said that like certain personnel employees, I guess players too would fall into that category or one of those categories, there's going to be like restricted areas that if you're not vaccinated, you can't go in those areas. And I would imagine that that would be the locker room. That would be meeting rooms. Um, So like they're, they're saying like, Hey, you don't have to get it to certain people, but if you don't get it, there's going to be certain things you can't do and certain groups of people you can't be around. So it's not like the NFL is just saying like, uh, whatever you decide to do is fine. Like they are saying it, but they're not because there's policies in place that affect non-vaccinated people or unvaccinated people. Um, but yeah, I just think it's uh, interesting. Ty, what do you think about that? Do you agree with Jared and I? Do you think that the NFL has some kind of right to step in and be like, hey. Well, that's a fact. I mean, they do, right? Um, right. They, they are. An well, then why, why don't they, though? Because it's an uncomfortable thing to do. And, you know, super. It's, I guess you run the risk, right? Of, and this is why I'm okay with them having a right. You run the risk of those players just saying, okay, no problem. I'll go play football in the Canadian Football League, right? Like in a normal world, in a normal industry, you'd have that ability. Um, My answer, really, I think just from like a what's my opinion, um, would change based on what the job is. So like nurses, I 1000% would uh, like understand and think it's logical and common sense uh, that you should, you need to get vaccinated. Like mm-hmm. d- regardless yeah. of your beliefs, you are, you are literally in front of the most vulnerable people health wise, like that are, that exist. They're going to be in the hospital in one capacity or another. If you're really, really sick, you're going to end up in the hospital. So obviously that vulnerable population needs to be protected. Um, football, uh, it, it makes sense to me because you guys just laid out the fact that they're that all those things you guys talked about with competitive disadvantage is also a, a monetary disadvantage because if Aaron Rodgers is out three weeks because he has like an extended period of time where he's infected with COVID because he didn't want to get vaccinated. Well, how many people are going to tune out of the game or you know sell their tickets because they're like ah I wanted to go see Aaron Rodgers forget about it sure right yeah and those things about not making the playoffs etc those have financial implications so if you're if an employee is putting your business directly at risk then I, I think it again it totally falls within that common sense ground of I'd be okay with the NFL saying you need to or them saying hey no problem it's your choice you're not getting paid for any time that you miss legitimately any and i'm sure this would need to go through collective bargaining so they couldn't do it but you wouldn't get paid for any time you miss because of covid and i i think it would be something where they're going to end up making less money if they go out and seek a new contract because Mm -hmm. this will be the way things are so maybe that'll motivate people to to do it 
in a way that you don't have to force them to do it. Yeah. I would say if we were talking about like a, a restaurant or someone that works in a theme park, I would say, well, again, they have the right to do it. Go ahead. But that's ridiculous to me because those like, even if there are vulnerable people in that restaurant, like, again, like we talked about a lot throughout this last year, like there is an element of assumption of risk. Yeah. Like COVID is not the only thing that can kill someone who has a, you know, compromised immune system if they go out into the world. So that's why, like, I I think it really would depend, you know, on whether it makes common sense to me or not, because there's no, like, what, what would the financial impact of the business be if someone in a theme park contracted COVID and had to like leave and be out for three weeks? If it spread, they could have to shut down the park for a day or something like that. But everyone, like, so much of the population now, which is why we've seen cases drive down, you're not going to see those big spikes anymore. Yeah, you're probably right. But who knows what, like, what their procedure is. Yeah. Right? Like, I, like a restaurant. Now, I remember, like, when COVID first happened and restaurants reopened, like, if an employee tested negative, like, the restaurants were closing for a couple days, disinfect, deep clean, test the staff. Like, I'm sure it's not that bad anymore, but it's probably still some level of, like, oh, shit. We got a COVID test. They were just in the break room with everybody else. Does everybody need to get tested? What do we do? Right. At least, right. At least lead to a headache. Yeah. For sure. And, and, and that, that all makes sense. I think, you know, hopefully at this point, you don't need to shut down operations. You just need to say, hey, all right, you guys just need to get tested. Like, yeah. continue to work. But if you guys test positive, obviously, you got to go home. You got to quarantine, all that good shit. Yeah. But. This is was a statement. Not, oh, sorry, Jared, you go. No, I was going to say that. Is it not just like the most American thing ever, though, to have so many people refuse to take a vaccine that the rest of the world would kill to have access to right now? <laughs> we yeah. are like, way we have way more vaccines than we'll ever need in this country. They're, they're just spoiling by the day. We're giving them away to other countries. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Like literally to India, how many people are dying a day? Like tens of thousands are dying a day still. And just like us fucking ignorant Americans are just, nah, I'm good. I don't trust that shit. Yeah. Well, again, we're, we're spoiled Which, again, Americans. To me, I, totally fine. I don't care one way or the other. Like, I'm not. I'm pro-choice, too. I don't think it should be mandatory. But, and, like, and I, start shipping that shit out. Like, I know Biden did it where he, like, bought 500 more. But it's like, dude, if we can't, like, meet demand with the supply we have, get the fuck out of the country. Right. Yeah. Like, and right. too did, did fucking you see... bad if people change their minds, like, six months later. Like, you address the need then. Yeah, they had their chance, and then if it if it can go somewhere else and help, because in the end, that's right. going to help everybody in the entire globe. That looks pretty good on our end if we're just shipping the stuff out. I mean, if pe- people like we said, people have had the ability to get this for months now. If if they haven't yeah. if they haven't gotten it now, they're not going to get it unless unless something terrible happens health wise, and they like have a revelation like I need to maybe take this more seriously. But um, here's a statement. I just, I just pulled this up because I thought I read this and I, I confirmed that I did. This statement from the, like some higher up NFL executive that they talked about in NFL Network. So it says players should, or personnel, it says, just not, not just players, but everybody should be expected to be vaccinated unless they have a bona fide medical or religious ground for not doing so. Right, Those but who ref- like that's t- uh, t- t- I don't mean to interrupt, but no, it's all like good. the whole religious exemption, like to me, like if you're gonna make someone do it, then you got to make someone do it. Right, like 
There, there can't be a religious exception. That's total horseshit. Yeah. That's yeah. total Is there a horseshit. religion that doesn't believe in vaccinations? That's no, but it, it's pro- probably one of the few things that are protected. So they're like including it to cover their own butt. So That's if somebody I mean, like, does say it's against my religion, they're not like, oh, shit, we're breaking some law by making this guy do something against his religion. Right. Just, it, so it continues a little bit. It goes, those who refuse vaccination without either a religious or medical reason will not be eligible for tier one or two status. I don't know exactly sure what those are, but again, like restricted areas and some people aren't allowed in them and therefore will not be permitted access to the football only restricted area and may not work directly or in close proximity with players. So again, hey, we want you to get it. You don't have to get it, but if you don't get it, there's a lot of things you can't go, uh, do and there's a lot of places you can't be in. And it's going to be a, like, why would they want to subject themselves to tests before games, like every game, like, you know, the, the possibility of not being able to play, yeah. like, you know, I, 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 that's why like, yeah, it's, it's your choice, but like, how can you not see that there's nothing substantive behind your choice? And like, there's a lot of things that, you know, COVID is the least of your worries, right. right? At the end of the day, but there are so many other things about quality of life that will improve if you just get the shot. Yeah. Well, one last thing. Replace Sam Darnold with Pat Mahomes. Do you think that changes things? If like a superstar, like the arguably the face of the league is saying, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get it. Like, what do you guys think? Do you, do you think what would change? Up, well, well, that's what I'm asking. Do you think anything would change? Do you think the NFL would maybe rethink if Pat Mahomes is approaching week one, he hasn't been vaccinated yet, and there's certain things he can't do? There's play- I'm sure they would work around it for a superstar like him or even a Tom Brady or like, you know, I'm just thinking like faces of the league, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. probably not vaccinated. Honestly, I could totally see him saying like, he's a quack. Yeah. Like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to beat this with like all my, like TV my, shit. I'm going to drink 20 gallons yeah. of water a day and flush it out. But yeah, it just because Sam Darnold is not a household name by any stretch. Neither is Montez sweat. So I just was, I'd be curious if like there was, there was like, Again, like you said, Tom Brady. What if Tom Brady came out and was like, "No, I'm not getting it." Mm. Yeah, I, I just wonder what the re, what the reaction would be. I think it would be a, obviously a. I know it would be a much bigger story. I just wonder if the NFL, like any league, when when your cash cows start talking a little more, they, they you know, the, there's always a double standard. So I was just I'm curious if that would change things. Well, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out when the season rolls around, and yeah, if, if there's, things there's do still people test positive and do miss games like will that change the narrative of you know these yeah. owners or whoever would make the decision but again like i don't know would that have that would probably have to go through the union right i would imagine the nflpa through. would i mean i know, yeah. know demora smith he's like he's like pro vaccination like like they're, they're, like you i think he responded to um sam darnold's quote was like Saying you're doing like saying you're doing research is not an excuse or something like that. Like, he's like, fucking get vaccinated, dude. Like that's pretty much what he was saying. Right, but he has no choice to stand behind his players. Of course, players of course. Say, I wouldn't yeah. expect him to do anything else. But at the same time, he's like, hey man, you really should get vaccinated because I'm gonna back you. The union's gonna back you, but like, come on, like just yeah. get it done. It'd be an interesting follow-up segment another week for us to look a little more into why are so many people not getting vaccinated? Like, are there polls out there of people giving reasons 
I'd have to think a lot of it is due to just mistrust after the last year and a half of quote unquote science, public health, government yeah. and all that. I bet yeah. that's much more of that than it is anybody actually did research on anything because the stats are the stats. Right. right. Well, there is, and there is like a certain population even pre COVID that was anti-vaccine. Yeah. Sadly. So, I mean, it, it's just that group think mentality when yeah. you get them spreading conspiracy theories and shit, you know, if you want to believe something like that, there's information out there where I'm sure it'll affirm whatever the hell you want to believe. Yeah. Right. So, all right. We want to want to move into uh, world of baseball. Something that yeah, I every, every, every ever fucking talk about. Back, 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 back. Everybody's favorite sport. So, so the, the reason this is even in the news is because baseball is clearly not everybody's favorite sport and viewership is continuing to decline from America's pastime to America's snooze fest and nobody under the age of 70 watches a game. <laughs> so the um, really over the last like two to three years, there's been a massive increase in strikeouts in baseball. And there's a, a lot of things people blame for it. Um, some people blame like the obsession with all these new stats. Like if you guys ever do chime into a game, you ever talk about like, launch angle and like exit velocity and shit like that. Does that sound familiar at all? I've heard of exit velocity, but yeah. So it's angle. like, they just, they kind of got like obsessed with trying to like say, um, make it like analytics in baseball. So like, all right, if you swing with a better launch angle, you're going to hit more homers, but it just means all these guys are just striking out, trying to hit homers every at bat. So you've taken like a sport that's already slowly dying and make guys strike out every other at bat to make games literally unwatchable. Because right, if you've been to a baseball game that doesn't have a lot of offense, like it's a it's, snooze it's, fest. It's, it's actually painful. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're not even putting the ball in play, not yeah. ground right. outs, pop outs, right. lineups, sure. exactly. strikeouts. Um so they've really been trying to figure out what can we do to improve the game, make it more entertaining. So like some things they've started in the big leagues, some things they've started in the minor leagues, so like big leagues this year, small one, but extra innings, you start with a guy on second base, always. Every inning and extra innings, start I, with I've a guy heard, on second base. I've heard base. that one thrown out there. That That's yeah. Great. All right. There's no more 15-inning already... games, which is great, right? <laughs> right. All you need Probably is one, one inning or two. What One good shot to center field and you're – you, you, the game's over yeah. most likely. Yeah. And then um, for next year, they've said they're going to move back the pitcher's mound. So pitchers are throwing from farther from home plate in minor leagues. So like a couple minor league organizations, they're going to do that. Um, but the big one that's made the news in the last really two weeks is they're banning the ability for a pitcher to use any substance on a baseball when they throw it. Like pine tar? Exactly. So, like, okay. if you guys ever watched baseball... I thought it was illegal. Pine tar has always been illegal, yeah. But guys have always used some type of substance. You'll always see them rubbing the top of yeah. their hat, the rubbing their hand through their hair. Yeah. Like, they'll put it in their waist belt. They're always tucking their shirt in. Who's the, um, uh, the, the Yankee picture? Like, this must have been years ago. But, like... He in the middle uh, of a game. He got suspended for it, right? Yeah, yeah. It was like, Pineda, Miguel Pineda, yeah, or Michael Pineda. It. I remember that. Like, Didn't they say it was like sunscreen or something? Yeah, but he whatever he was doing, it was so obvious yeah. that it was they on had his to suspend hat him or something. Yeah, exactly. 
So um, they kind of started this dialogue over the last couple of weeks of, hey, we're going to ban these substances that have literally been used forever. Like it's been kind of like steroids were in the 90s. It was quote unquote banned, but every player in every clubhouse used it. So the I, I took the actual rules of what they're implementing. Um, I think they're implementing it starting this week. So umpires are going to check every starting pitcher at least twice per game. They're going to check their hat, their glove, everything on the mixture. They're not doctoring any baseballs. And they're going to check a reliever at least once while they're pitching. So you have all of these pitchers like kind of freaking out where it's been a known thing that these guys have used sunscreen, et cetera, to make their curveballs better, their breaking balls better, throw harder, et cetera. And now all these pitchers are going to have to stop or risk getting suspended and potentially have their reputation tarnished like guys were in the steroid era. So the, uh, the first person they asked about this, do you guys know who Garrett Cole is on the Yankees? Yeah. yeah. Like arguably best pitcher in baseball, highest paid pitcher in baseball pitches for the Yankees. So they asked him, Hey, have you ever used this stuff called spider tack, which I guess is like very popular. And this is his answer. This is in a press conference. I don't know how to quite answer that, to be honest. I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players. I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard. And I've stood pretty firm in terms of that, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that was his answer to if he's ever used spider tech. A plus answer. Sound like Joe so, Biden up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess the question for you guys, and again, I know you're not huge baseball fans, but do you think it's fair for like literally midway through a season, Major League Baseball to make these pitchers stop using what's been used for decades to try and quote unquote improve the game and give hitters more of an advantage? when it's going to put pitchers reputation and money on the line. So like to me, like what, what's driving it, right? I mean, I know there's been more strikeouts, but how do they know that like 10 years ago, they weren't using the same substances. They, they, they do know that they're using these substances. I think it's just, they're desperate to try and like those five or six different things. Those are all going on in parallel. Right. So it's being done in in a bad faith effort. Just to try and well, I may or or you could say a good faith effort, but I think like, they're doing it in a good faith effort. They genuinely think this will lead to more hitting, which it probably will. Yeah, but see, that's pitching. not a, in a good faith thing, though. Like they're they're just doing it for marketing purposes. They they're not doing it to solve the cheating that's been going on. No, it's definitely not to solve the it's cheating. It's a money. They've it's a money decision. Yeah. yeah, it's viewers. It's making more exciting. It has nothing to do with breaking the rules at no, all. Like. It's literally like, do you guys ever watch major league that movie back in the day with Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Like the half of the movie was about like the pitcher, the old guy being like licking his finger, sticking his fingers in his crotch. Like before he throws a pitch, like it's known. It's not a secret. Yeah. It's like the unwritten rule. Like everyone does it. Just don't make us think about it kind of thing or don't make yeah. it too obvious that you're doing it. Um, they should bring back roids. Let, let, let the pitchers use whatever shit they want. And let and the let batters do it. Sure. Why not? You want, you mean, want 75 Homer seasons like back in the nineties. I want Mark McGuire's and Barry Bonds's. like, I want, I mean, that, that, I mean, that, that would certainly make it more entertaining. That was probably baseball's heyday. 
That still yeah. makes it unfair though, because not everyone's gonna want to take steroids. Like it could, yeah, fucking no, but seriously, and, like, and, and obviously, your health. I say it in jest, but like that was like Jared said, like baseball. And I I don't follow baseball. You guys know this, but I would imagine that ratings were never higher at that fifteen to twenty year period or whatever, where it was like at the height of juicing and all that. And again, I know that shit breaks your bones down. It breaks your body down in general. It's not good for you and. Nobody's electric be- though. Like, and again, right. I wasn't a big baseball fan quite then, but like, even as watching like the old clips of every time Barry Bonds is up, there's like a 50 50 chance he had a homer or the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa home run chase or race, right. whatever they called I it. Like, didn't think about Sammy Sosa, do either, either? Yeah, like that was pretty badass. I mean, I don't, I mean, it's for, for baseball, it, it's yes, the game's really long. Yes, you know, it, it's who the hell has time to sit down and watch nine plus innings of a, of baseball? Like most people don't, unless you're retired or you're just like a diehard, but if it's the MLB's job to put asses in the seats and and keep eyes on the screen. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess I can understand why they would want, and I agree with Ty here. Like they're not doing it for reasons other than we want to make more money. Like it has nothing to do with like preserving the 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 sanctity of of our of America's pastime. It's all about just driving ratings, which I guess is okay. Do you remember Jared's okay. question? What? Do you remember the question that Jared asked you? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking for a while, so I don't know. Well, he said, "Do you think it's fair of the MLB to do this?" Like essentially midway through the season. No, I don't think it's fair. Let's tell the pitchers they have to stop how they've been pitching for 15 years, 10 years, five years. If you're going to implement this, it has to be in the off season and it can't be in the middle. I mean, not that they're in a playoff run right now because it's only June, but I mean, you know, I mean, these are important. I mean, I know it's 162 fucking games, which is, that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Uh, No no whole nother conversation we could have, but no, I don't think it's fair. Or what is it? 162, 180. I don't know. Okay, yeah, 162. I don't think it's fair to be Doesn't like, fucking hey. matter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I don't think it's fair. Like, let's say, like, all right, after the All Star break, this is how it's going to be. I mean, how no, are you're people- not, you're not, you're not telling them like, oh, you have to wear like that. You're telling them stop cheating. Of course, yeah, it's, it's fair. It's, it's unwritten it's cheating. It's unwritten rule. It's, it's all it's banned all substances being used no like knowingly. This is ba- ba- like you said, Jared. Like this is basically just like a known fact that yeah. these guys use these kind of substances. So why would it be unfair of them to enforce a rule that they should have enforced? Like, who are you being unfair to the, the pitchers? I, I think What's it's unfair, unfair about it. Everyone's I, now on the same level they were before. So the reason I think it's unfair to do it now is because the MLB is well aware that the players have been doing this the entire time. And they're choosing now to be like, all right, now we're going to enforce the rule when they could have enforced this many times over the last like you said, you're like five, 10 years or whatever. It just seems a little unfair to me that all of a sudden they're like, well, okay, why, now why ever do it? Then? Why is it, it'll always be unfair in that context. Well, again, I, but, I don't think again, they should ever do it to be honest. Oh, that's a different conversation, I guess. Yeah. Like, again, like I think it would be fair again, start it for the next year because you, you can't pick and sh- you shouldn't be able to pick and choose when you enforce things around. Cause if ratings were up right now and baseball was at its height, no one would be talking about this at all. And they would yeah. just let this continue going. So I think it's, why total- is it any more fair? Or, why is it any more fair to do it at the end of the season though? 
because a season, at least players have an off season to adjust to the changes instead of doing it in the middle of a season. Yeah. I mean, I, that- I, I agree with Adam there. Like my fear is again, not that I watch a lot of baseball and we've said this 10 times now, but like nobody hey, wants in to case watch anyone's a- wondering none of the three we, of us watch. We do not watch baseball. But, but nobody wants to watch a sloppy product. And I think by having a bunch of pitchers who have no idea what they're doing out there now, because they've never pitched without this stuff. Do you think that's a stretch though? I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I, still, I think pitchers are going to be significantly worse dude. Like there's guys that random points in their career, like Eric Cole, like Trevor Bauer, just took these like crazy leaps from good pitchers to unhittable pitchers. And they're about to go back to where they were when they started using this shit. Right. But isn't that a good thing? Wouldn't you rather go to a baseball game and see more balls in play? If nothing else like that, that should be the result that this leads to. Yes. But like, selfishly, could be more walks, right? Which is just as fucking boring as like, I guess selfishly, like as a Sox fan, like I do hate seeing not a Sox fan. I'm somewhat of a Sox fan. Like I obviously, this guy follows SoxProspects.com still. I do, I do. But you know, all I was gonna say was like, it sucks to see your team have bad pitching. You know what I mean? Let the boys play. That's what Mo wants. Let them. Yeah, play. like it's it my, sucks my to be like like the last. So no, I want to have them. Continue no, not, no, they're not actually just good. the Sox. I, yeah, I the Sox are good right this now. year, but, but they all. Dude, everything drops collectively. Like, the, the yeah, one team is going to be impacted more so than the other. So, like, it, it'll still be in relation to every other team the exact same. I still Seriously? stay started next season. Let let them keep going. the The MLB I mean, could have put I couldn't a, give a fuck one way. Or the I know, other. but the MLB. I, I, I don't think it's unfair of them to do it mid season. If the this, MLB again, if this were like this. making a new rule. Then like, okay, yeah, that's fucking unfair. You can't make a new rule in the middle of the season, but this has always been a rule. Now it's come to the point where it's just blatantly abused. And like we said, there's the financial incentive to enforce it. I guess maybe now they're deciding is the right time to do it. Yeah, which is the reason I think it's bullshit. Like they could have enforced this hard years ago. And They're just now, like Jared oh, said, desperate, right? And they are desperate. Yeah, yeah. There was a clip I saw of uh, Pedro Martinez at like one of his charity events a couple of years ago, talking about why he had Jerry curls. You remember, like the end of his career, at the Sox he had the long flow. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, "Why do you guys think I had Jerry curls? We need a little bit more on the ball. Put the hand through the hair. Get a little bit of hair gel." And like he he said this out in the open, and like the media laughs in the thing. Like in the gala, and now it's like, all right, yeah, the pitchers now can't do that. Yeah, so that that's like they they were fine with it. They'd be fine with it if ratings were fine, or if they were rising or just improving. But it annoys me that like all of a sudden, hey, now, don't do that. What's crazy too, and why I think um, like the players could have a somewhat legit grievance with the league is like, hey man, like I make money off my likeness. My likeness comes from my performance in baseball. My performance in baseball is measured against the people who played baseball before me. Like their stats are now can't be measured against mine. Yeah. Because everyone else has gotten to do this. Now I haven't. And if I fucking have, uh, you know, one of the best seasons in the league and my ERA is at, you know, three nine 
like how is that fair to compare it to the Pedros of the world? It, it's like, like that's looking at all the guys reason. from the steroid era who yeah, got yeah. totally bypassed for voting into the Hall of Fame. Like none of those guys got voted in. Roger nope. Clemens is still on the Hall of Fame, best pitcher of all time, or one of the best pitchers of all time. Barry yeah, Bonds, but, you right? know, there, there's there's legitimacy in at least hesitating. And I agree. I, I totally agree. Like I think all those guys are phenomenal players, and I'm sure without steroids, it'd still be phenomenal. That, that, that's players. what's they, they all would have been good enough to make it without steroids, but they all got. But then you want to just it. say like too fucking bad, man. Like this is the price you pay, brother. Like yes, and no, you got I, caught. I wonder how much of it is true that everybody did it. They were just the only names who made it to the media. I'm sure that's very true. No, oh, yeah. like that sucks. Then if everybody else was doing it and they get in, and these guys who are actually the goats, they got caught, so they don't get in. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, it does suck. It does. Jared, speaking of Trevor Bauer, I would imagine that because he's very opinionated and that's yeah. kind of what he's become known for. I mean, more so than his performance. I mean, I know he's not a he's a good pitcher, right? Like I I don't Well know. the last two years, starting last year, he went from good pitcher to best pitcher in top five in baseball. And okay. people think it's because he started using all this shit. All right. So that I think is kind of lame if someone can do that. And, and just couldn't get that good. But I guess my, the reason I brought him up was I wonder when he's going to come out and say something about this, if he hasn't yeah. already, because he's yeah, always, I'll, I'll have to see if he's had any quote. He hasn't yeah. had one like um, Garrett Cole. That's like gone viral. Right. Wow. What did, what did he say? That's, that's what I'm checking now. I don't, I don't know if he's, well, Trevor, what, what, did, what, did, what did Cole say? That's the quote I read you guys. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Hey, sorry. He yes. didn't answer yes, the question. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, like Trevor Bauer, the last few years has been well known for just like tweeting directly at like the yeah, pretty commissioner of baseball. Guy. Yeah, like he's just super outspoken and um and all that. So I'm sure he'll have but, words okay, about this. Not that we want to spend much more time on this, but um like I I was just kind of thinking to myself um when you guys were talking that I was like, you know, what you know, trying to think about this in context, like would this actually make for a better game? Like, would this actually drive someone to watch? Like, and then I was like, what would ever drive me to watch baseball? Like, I don't think there's a single change they could make to the game or several, you know, a uh, series of changes they could make to the game that would ever make me a fan. Yeah. Like, and I, I wonder I, how many people are out there like that. I think you and Ty, like you and I, Ty, are, are you described us perfectly where Jared, maybe there's a chance. If, Jared, if a game, like if I could watch a game in two hours and it was a lot of action, yeah, I'd, I'd put it on on a random weeknight. Like, I'd put it on this, yeah. Tease, yeah. this these last two hours. So what would it be? Like a six-inning game and, you know, no pine tar? and it, It's it's so tough to say because, like, at what point is it just not even baseball anymore, right? Like, you can only change baseball so much. That's like what I mean. Like, a six-inning game so... totally changes the sport. Like, you don't even have to <laughs> have... anymore. Complete game! He goes yeah, six! Right? <laughs> yeah, like that would just completely change everything. Like, I think there's simple things that are so dumb they haven't done, like make the D, uh, DH in both leagues. Like, how? why do we still have pitchers hitting in 2021 in the NL? Because it's the way it's always been. Because you have yeah, those baseball just, purist losers that, like, can't stand a single change. And, like, the sanctity of the game is being tarnished or whatever. It's, luckily, and, they'll all be dead soon. Yeah, I mean, mo- most most of them will be dead. So, which is yeah. Hopefully, you would imagine. I mean, you would hope there'd be. Some- hopefully, they die as hopefully, soon as possible. Yeah. 
get the fuck out. Your time's up. And Dude, like, more gr- youthful uh, revolution. Our, grand- our grandfather is a great example. Like, I mean, he is the uh, he is the Red Sox audience, the embodiment of. <laughs> Like he it's only retirees, dude. You're not wrong for years. Yeah. Like religiously, like will not miss a game on television. <laughs> but like, like well, you know, you think about it like that's it makes sense because that's to Adam said it earlier. That's really the only way you're able to be a, like a, a legitimate, like super fan of that is when you have time to sit down during the day and watch yeah. a game where you don't have, you know, the same responsibilities you do when you were younger after 5 p.m. or whatever. Like, and you, you literally have a those... clean slate the whole day. Yeah. It's just like, all right, yeah. what's on the calendar? Perfect. I can spend four hours, watch a Sox game, have a couple beers. <laughs> I would perfect. probably do that if I, if throw that on, were my throw life, on Fox right? News when it's over. Exactly. There's yeah, your you night. turn it on, you fall asleep in the third, you wake up in the Bottom of the six. Ooh, even, yeah. All right. Oh, Still man. plenty yeah. of game left. <laughs> that that turns it into a six inning game. There you go. And, and, and that generation, like that, they grew up listening to a game on the radio, watching a game on TV. They're not saying, oh, let me go check out the new show on HBO Max tonight or Netflix <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Right. It's like, all right, let me go do watch, I have? I'm going to go watch Loki. Oh, this is a sick show. Yeah, sick ex- exactly. Show. I, I will say, though, cartoon. and, and, it, a lot of it's because with the teams I love in all sports, I haven't really had a ton of success in a lot of them outside of the Celtics, but like the Red Sox, yeah, like some of my choices. fondest, what was that? Made terrible choices. I, I did. And I have to live with those choices, but like some of those memories from like in the early two thousands, we're watching the Red Sox. Like those are some of like, I still remember vividly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Watching those playoff were, games. Dude, like 2004, Magical. Magical. Like the 2003, heartbreaking. I remember sitting in my parents' doorway watching Aaron Boone fucking. It, I literally, game. I'm getting chills thinking about us coming back against the Yankees. Yeah. And four like, nights in October that, or whatever. Yeah. That That's more distinct to me than actually winning the World Series that year because the curse was whatever. Like yeah, we were young. Yeah, yeah. But it was like we were the only team in sports. The Cardinal history. Series wasn't very exciting anyway. Yeah. No, to, to, no. To, for that comeback. And what we were down to the last out in the bottom of the ninth thing, like game three or something or game four, something absurd like that. Yeah, just ridiculous. Oh, I got to rewatch four nights in October. It's, it's, and it's could, like it's, Joe Buck is fantastic. Yeah. Like you can, you can just like, you can see how cold it was. Oh, Electric yeah. team of personalities, Kevin Millar, yeah. Manny, Euclid, Big Poppy, yeah, Pedro, all those guys. Yeah, it was great. And even like for just more recently when we were living in Buttonwoods or whatever, Buttonbush. Oh, see, I didn't like, care about that. Well, I think about but, but, that a lot. I mean, dude, that whole playoff run, we that were was fun. Home. That was 2013. That was yeah. the same. That was a fun team yep. of dysfunctional that was just losers. Fun, I don't think I watched that very much because that one, I like, um, I didn't well, even I remember see. Several- Several I didn't even see the big we poppy all- grand slam. Like, I think I had like gone to bed or whatever. Maybe you did. Maybe you guys like, stayed up. Definitely a I few times when like all three of us were in the living room, like excited to watch the games. Like, and it was obviously, yeah. I don't have those feelings anymore. Even like the Red Sox, I mean, they've been good this year. And I know it's just not even like half a year yet, but I have zero interest now. But like some of my fondest sports memories were watching the Red Sox. Yeah. I- I've, I've, I- I've really, really enjoyed the few Celtics runs we've had. Like we haven't well, those like, two. made it past the Eastern conference finals, but right. like, we've had some great teams that have 
over uh overachieved you know, overachieved thank you and yeah. uh like I, I i i get that feeling of like just like like i feel with the patriots like raw emotion like i actually genuinely care yeah yeah you know you're rallying behind a team and you're like oh my god when when's you know when's game four you know, map it out. All right. Going like, to bed all excited after a win oh or, or super distraught yeah. after a loss. Yeah. Just, yeah. And, like, that, I guess the, and the difference is like, we still love like all of us were like when the Celtics eventually figure their shit out, hopefully they do soon. And the playoffs start, we'll be right back into it. But like baseball, that's gone for me. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to have those feelings for a Red Sox playoff run. Hey, Will I watch it? I like playoff Bruins. I get I get excited for that. But I think I, I would rather watch it. I would definitely rather watch playoff Bruins. Yeah, you can't look Red away Sox. in playoff hockey no, or you'll miss yeah. something. Yeah, like when you we can, watch in you Texas. You can certainly look away in playoff baseball. <laughs> yeah, you got uh, time, man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Take your but, time. The last thing I was about to say is like Ty, you made me think this talking about the Celtics. What a difference it makes to have an overachieving team making a run that you didn't expect versus an underachieving team reaching the same exact mark in the playoffs, but disappointing. Like those underachieving teams are painful to watch. Oh, and, and those overachieving teams of misfits, you just give it, give it everything you've got Dude, as a fan. Like, honestly, as a fan, like I've had even in the last couple of years or few years, like some great, great Patriot memories, but the series when it was like scary Terry and the Drew Bledsoe shirt with the Philly series, yeah. everybody like, was hurt. It was what him, Tatum, and JB, like young J- Tatum and yeah. JB. Yeah, it was just so much fun. <laughs> like, yeah, it was fucking great. Like, yeah. you know, I, I even the even the, the IT something like that. Yeah, even the IT teams. Yeah, you know, like the like. Just a bunch like, of scrubs. Go back and look at those rosters. Yeah, it was bad. Half was of bad. them aren't even on teams anymore. But we, you know, but that made it so much better because it was just like felt very like blue collarish, like we're not supposed to be here, but we are. And it just adds to the experience. Like being there yeah. when IT dropped fifty something against um And we won an OT. Yeah, or was it the Wizards or Yeah, Wizards. Yeah, Wizards like yeah, an OT, like unbelievable sports memory. Top top live sporting event I've ever been to. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um All right. Good yeah, discussion. Wanna... <laughs> shift shift gears. This is a moral moral of the story is nothing will make us watch baseball. <laughs> <laughs> um so I don't think this would be a very long conversation, but brought it up just because it, uh, you know, it is pretty fucking wild and it, it just happened uh, relatively close to me. So um, I think it was uh, over the weekend, right? It was either Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, somewhere around there of last week uh, in Austin, Texas, 13 people were shot on, you know, 6th Street, which is the main drag where all the bars. Oh, are. I didn't know that was right downtown. Wow. Yeah, it's literally like where people go out. But I've also heard that area is so sketch for like sp- certain parts of it. Maybe when you go down far enough one way or the other. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the, the main part of it, like they're just, you know, bars stacked up next to each other. I mean, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of tourists. So I wouldn't say it's like that part super sketch. Um, but I mean, this goes beyond like your normal, like, you know, city shooting. 
Yeah. Right? I mean, fucking 13 people were shot. I haven't checked back to see like uh, how many people, uh, if any, lost their life. So I'm, I'm looking right now, Ty. So okay. one of Thank 14 you. people here in Austin, Texas, mass shooting dies. So one out of 14. Okay. Which, like, I, thank God. I mean, how, how the I mean, fuck does that happen? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. It, with something like that, and somehow only one person loses their life, that's pretty yeah. fucking wild. Yeah. Oh, well, thank God. But, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I was looking it up. Um, and if you guys had to guess, like, six March 16th, there's been uh, one, two, three, four, five, five what you would call mass shootings. How many people do you think died between March 16th of this year and now? From mass shootings? Um, 20, no, 12. I'm going with 12. I'm going to go with 20. 39. Wow. wow. That's a lot. That's a school bus. Thank you. For, thank you for putting that in context for us. <laughs> um, yeah, that's fucking shocking. Like I, that's yeah. crazy. That's definitely more than I would have thought. So why do you think there's so many mass shootings going on? Thanks for stealing my thunder. Appreciate it. We'll cut that. So I, I, I was going to take it from, uh, or at least start with it from a different angle where a lot of the reaction in the media and on social media is very focused on, you know, just in terms of like, how do you address something like this? you know, how do you do that? You know, and, and people point to the gun laws, you know, that we mm-hmm. have in this state uh, and whatnot. So we, we, we can start with your question and then work our way to, do we think there's even a fucking solution? Um, so, I mean, I, I have no fucking idea why. Can you venture a guess? I, I couldn't tell you why. I think there's more mass shootings. I mean, yeah. no, I, I, I really don't know why like probably be concerning if we had an answer <laughs> well it's actually <laughs> this yeah I'm, I'm a part of multiple facebook groups we chat about this stuff here's why we're we're all killing people yeah well i do have a hypothesis my my hypothesis is like like anything kind of that like you were saying earlier, like group think not that this is exactly group think like once something happens and it's kind of like the information is spread that that's a thing it's certainly like more people become aware of it and it's a viable option of what they're going to do. And I don't think somebody just stumbles across an article on the internet and it's like, oh, cool, I'm going to shoot somebody now. But like before Columbine, like it wasn't even really like a thought to be a mass shooter. Right. And like now well, it's sad. We've become so desensitized to it that it's so often that like it's like becoming transgender. Like it's just, People just think it's okay. Not okay, but people think it's like an option. Yeah, but think of the number of it was it's a little bit different, but think of the number of serial killers there were in the seventies and eighties. Lots. Lots of cause for that yeah. same reason, right? Because serial killing was hot back then. <laughs> that was the hot trend with serial killing. It was. The serial serial killers were getting all the attention like on the Bundy news. and Yeah, uh, dude. They were getting all the attention, yeah, yeah. etc. And it was way easier to get away with it back then. Serial um, killing that—that's in right now. It was very—it was very in. I mean, I guess you can argue it was in from like like terrible crimes. There were there were yeah. a lot of serial killers. Yeah. Okay, so you, you just brought up the point. 
there were more serial killers back then, which I 100% agree with. I mean, it's just obvious. Like there weren't like cameras every three feet. Yeah, um, it was a lot you know, easier to get away with that 80s. stuff. Yeah. So, is it easier for people now to commit mass murders like they like we see than it was back then? Is there anything stopping people from doing it back then that is no longer that suddenly makes it easier for them to do it now? I don't think so. I don't think so. I that's a I mean, that's a so like question. Wh- I don't know why is it like a psychological thing do you think it i don't know if i believe this is true but do you think it could be because mental illness is higher than it's ever been because i think if you look at the data it certainly is but again i don't think that necessarily means more people are mentally ill i just think it's diagnosed more exactly but yeah like do you think it could do you think it could be that people are more you have more mentally ill people now going without treatment than you did in decades prior, I don't see how that could be the case because well, it was well, stigmatized being, back in the day. Like you would yeah. almost be like not wanting to even bring it up that you had it. Like it would be. But they also did have mental. Men, they had like mental institutions, right? Yeah, those are awesome places. <laughs> <laughs> but if you <laughs> had somebody who was like, like messed up enough, like they kind of went there. Yeah, they do today and, too. No, they, those were mostly those are the federally um, ran ones were mostly defunded by Reagan. I think now everything is like available as like private. You have to pay to get in there. Well, Bradley, I believe uh, or Casey had worked. Um, I might be totally wrong, but I believe that's like not solely like a mental institution, but it does have um, I think it does take patients that are mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, she was dealing. No, with, you, she was dealing with some fucked up kids. Or but- Butler is another one, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not Butler, saying yeah. mental hospitals aren't a thing. They certainly are, but there used to be a huge number of federally ran mental institutions. So if you were a homeless person on the side of the street, police officer would literally lock you up, throw you in there, and they wouldn't know would ever see you again, right? Because you're mentally ill now, like you need health insurance and shit like that. I think to go to these places, so you say just more like state run and privately funded. Yeah, I think it was. I'm going to try and Google how many mental institutions there used to be, but it's come up in some conversations that I guess Reagan like killed thousands of them in the 70s. What conversation were you having that that came up? It's probably it's probably a podcast or something. Oh, what was the name of that place that? It's abandoned. It's and it's, it was like in out in fucking Exeter or something. Oh, wow, the Lad be. School. Lad, Lad school. school, dude. I, yeah. How Lad fucking school. creepy was that place? That's a that's a perfect example. Yeah. There was a there documentary that was made on that a few years ago that I never watched. I wanted to. You're like that's nightmare fuel going there at night. <laughs> yeah, but like, so you think it's just these mentally ill people who are killing people would have just automatically been in a no I, I don't think, I don't I don't think that it was just another like theory that's thrown around but I, I don't think I wholeheartedly agree with that here's a here's another thought though and I, I know we're not as in tune with like international news when it comes to this stuff but how often do you hear of this stuff happening in other countries you at don't the rate that it happens no that's there. not true now think about not, all the not shit the you've same heard rate out. it is here well, we're we're bigger. Um, yeah, and like, obviously, I know it's it's France and the UK have had like you know they define them as terrorist attacks, but you know I I, I have no doubt it's, it's uh, more prevalent here. I'm sure, but yeah, like Europe definitely experiences um, 
you know, similar situations. Like, and I, this is not a fair comparison at all, but like Australia, it's not even close. And I don't want to make it seem like it is, but I remember reading like there was some big mass shooting that took place in like the eighties or nineties in Australia. I forgot. It was like the, it was the worst that had ever happened in, in Australia at that time. And whatever, you know, whoever in the government at the time was like, they're like, you know what? All right, no more guns. And I don't think it was as easy as like, all right, no more guns. But like they had, they still have super strict gun laws and people just kind of fell in line. And I know it's different because that that's a very, you know, Australia is not nearly as big and not nearly as popular as the U.S. But like there are many states or countries around and the world that have just like island. Yeah. And again, like I, I'm not saying there it's, it's it's definitely apples to oranges, but there are many countries that have very strict laws when it comes to this stuff where it doesn't happen. And obviously, like you said, Tally, the UK, they have their issues. France has had their issues. Those are also really bad one in New Zealand a couple of years ago. Okay. And I just wonder like the free, like what Jared said, like the frequency, like no one can match us. It's, it's, it's not even close. And I'm sure there's parts of like Mexico and other parts of, you know, South America and even Asia where like this stuff happens a little more frequently in like isolated areas, but like as a country, like this isn't just happening in like one or two States. This is literally happening everywhere. Like, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's other hot, more hotspots than others, you know, but. All right. So is there anything that can be done that you think would fix it? Like, because I, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I, I think gun laws might help, but you know, I, my opinion I, on gun laws has done a complete 180 in the last year. I used to be like, oh, we don't need assault rifles. We don't need this. We need more common sense gun laws. After the way the government tried to tell us how to live our lives the last 18 months so incompetently, I have no faith in any part of the government to tell me that what weapon I can have to defend myself that I don't trust those motherfuckers at all. So I am not for them taking my guns that I don't have. I was going to say, Mo's a big gun guy. But like, if shit shit hits the fan, like obviously COVID didn't get that bad, but like say another pandemic comes in 25% of the people die. I want a fucking gun to protect myself. I don't trust the government to ever protect me when we're going to need to be protected again. Do you need an assault rifle? Maybe. Who knows how bad it's going to be? Yeah, see, I guess that's where I disagree. And I, I'm certainly not a, a a big gun guy. I mean, I it's just not something I think about like wanting to get or anything like that. I certainly think that, like like Ty said, I think more laws would help, but I don't think it would it would that those are that's just, just like putting band-aids on something. Like it's just temporary. It might make it harder with like more hoops to jump through. But in the end, if someone wants to get a gun, there's so many ways they can get a gun. Yeah. Yeah. And no one, no one would know. And then a supermarket gets shot up like it did in Colorado or wherever. And then we're right back here talking about the same thing. Like, you know, 14 people shot, three people dead. Yeah. I, I definitely want to make it harder for people to get a gun because I, I think it's actually like the more people that have guns, the better. But I also like, you know, there are definitely certain people that shouldn't have a gun for are like, able to mental get health reasons. Yeah. Um, 
And then you yeah. get like gun shows. There's like loopholes. And I don't know what exactly they are, but I, I just always hear that there's like a gun show loophole where yeah, there's like but, certain things you don't have to do there that you would have to do at Walmart or a regular gun store somewhere. Like, like just think about it. Like, again, like just break it down all the way to common sense, like human nature. Do you think people are more willing and likely to break into a home here in Texas versus Rhode Island? Probably no. Rhode Island would be more likely than Texas. Why is that? Because most Texans are caring. Exactly. So yeah. you're not going to want to go in there when you know your life is at risk. Right. That's and why like, I, I really say- would want a, a gun to hear, have here in a safe for home protection. God forbid. Like if someone breaks into the house like, and maybe they don't have a gun, but they got a knife. If, if you point a gun at them, they're just going to leave. Like, you know, fuck it. I'm out. I, I don't want to have to get into a fucking hand fight. You know what I mean? To defend my house. If someone comes in and tries to either take something or even worse, try to hurt us. Like, I, I think that's so wrong. You know, in, in a situation, Adam, like you talked about in Australia, I just think that's so such a government overreach to come into your home and take your guns over my dead yeah. body that I don't never let any that... feds in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, I don't trust those motherfuckers. Um, you know, but I, I don't know. I, I guess you, I guess we'd have to do more research. on. Well, yeah. well, let me throw this hypothet- hypothetical at you, Ty, because I'm going to challenge your thought process there a little bit. Yeah. Your four potential, you know, they call them common sense gun laws. People with mental illness should not be able to get a gun, etc. Yeah. What happens if, if you go and get a gun and they say, hey, I see you've visited a doctor for X, Y, Z um, issues in the past. You're going to not be allowed to get a gun today. I mean, if they're built around common sense, then I'd be OK do with you, that. Do you trust the government to pick what mental health issues should make people be able to get guns versus not? If we wouldn't even acknowledge that being fat will get you killed with COVID. I think they would err on the side of letting more people get them than not. So if, if you're asking about like an infringement of rights thing, I think they'd be pretty lenient and say like, unless you have like these really debilitating mental illnesses, then you can get a gun. Yeah. yeah I think they'd have to be right. That's what like, I mean, sometime- if, if, if that actually became law, like you know how it is like they'd whittle it all the way down to you know these three things <laughs> or yeah, whatever a, a, do- a doctor written note saying you're mentally disabled for life or something yeah. like that yeah so at the end of the day the legislation would do nothing and we're back where we started like do you do you think that this has anything to because like everyone was railing against abbott and doing the uh open carry without a license what he allows open carry without a license yeah or concealed carry without a license maybe okay i didn't even know that Um, what do i think about it what was the question do you think that i mean 13 people were just shot in austin everyone's saying this this just passed this just happened that's why you don't do it no i think that's just i would say liberal propaganda i don't know 90 to 95 probably more more than 95 percent of gun owners are or are responsible gun owners 
the people we hear about are like a dude i bet you 99 percent of legal gun I mean, like owners more than most criminals do not own legal guns right you don't go around shooting people with a gun to register to you so it comes down to it like in society we move as fast as our slowest people and we have and we all these laws that we have are based on the actions of a very few people in the, in most cases so that part i don't agree with because again like the vast majority of gun owners have their guns legally and operate them in a safe way it's that small tiny minuscule percentage of people that we hear about like the austin shooting like the colorado shooting like any other shooting you can so you don't think that law made it any easier for that person to be able to do that the uh one in austin I mean, dude, if, if yeah. they were going to... It certainly made it easier. They I'm just were carrying that. that gun, whether they were allowed to conceal it or right. not. Right, yeah. I mean, they're right. not like, oh, great, look at the new law passed. Finally, I can go take care of business. <laughs> no, they, they weren't doing that. No, it's, so... And there's that law in 19 other states in the country, too. Yeah. But they, no one will tell you that because <laughs> it's not Texas. So, yeah. But... I mean, um, are, are you guys... Are you, does it make you guys nervous? Does it make you ever hesitate? Like, do you ever... Does it mean, like... I think Jared said it, some, some, you know, element of being desensitized to it. Like, I don't really think about it ever when I go out. No. Right. Do you guys like think no. about like having a gun? No, no mass think about, like potentially something dangerous. Happening. Oh, I mean, nothing like a mass shooting. No, I mean, you, right. you almost, you almost can't think about it. Well, too I much. know because, you know, it's, it's the same way, like, you know, the statistical percentage yeah. If you ever thought about it, you're insane. Because well, you, it's you like can live in a bubble COVID. if you play that game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So nothing's gonna change. Then sounds like. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a tough question, and I, I don't. And I know we give politicians a lot of shit, but like, you know, part of the, like the the reason why some of them get elected or don't get elected is based off of things that they say about like things like guns and like what they're gonna do. And I just think it's. I guess nothing's impossible, but like this seems like as close to an impossible dilemma to solve as any in yeah. this country, especially. And again, you can make as many laws as you want. If people want a gun, they're going to get a gun. And there's really nothing you can really do to stop them unless you did something like Australia, which obviously would never happen in this country because I don't agree with that either, Ty. I, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. It was, just, it was really just an example I brought up, but that's a huge overreach of, of government power. And this, that's something obviously would never fly in this country. But because of that, more people have guns, which obviously increases the possibility that something like this is going to happen, even if it's a tiny percentage of people that own guns or just have guns in general. Um, it's, a, it's a tough one. It really is. Well, we don't solve things on here. We just... Uh talk about them thank god so thank goodness all right good episode boys good good, succinct good succinct one i think these will be shorter than our previous two hour marathon shows so it made it a good hour and 40 probably hour 20 without my technical difficulties at the beginning yeah yeah so i I think this is good that's good it was tight yep super tight what so i I do think we should come up with a new name and just change the name on the podcast app why is it something that fits the theme a little more? How does that not fit the theme? I think this fits the theme fine. Unless you unless you come up with a really awesome name and then change all our minds. I'll try. All right. Did you come up or did you figure out what that saying was? 
The uh, the one that were you not what you were thinking about when you wanted to name the show? Um, no, it's you know who I'm picturing. Like you played Assassin's Creed. You're like when you're walking through a random town and there's just the bumbling idiot on the street corner and everybody gathered around him listening to his stories. Like, like, like what the were town, those people? The town caller. Yeah, it's yeah, like the town caller or the town crazy. It's like one of those. I think I think, caller? I think that I person, like that what name. does it say if you look up the town caller? What does that mean? It's probably like it's, a local newspaper. I, I was going to say, I think it has <laughs> yeah. something to do with like spreading news. It's not like a crazy the person. The town crier. Town crier. There you go. That's what you wanted the name of the show to be. No, I, I was thinking of the concept of it. I, I like town caller better than town crier for a name. So that concept, where what names were you going to, were you thinking of? I don't know. I, didn't, I told you. Crier. I only I only thought about it for ninety seconds or so. Then got distracted. Just, just throw, throw something out. What? What? Five seconds. Um, five. Four. I thought I already. The only name I really thought of was Soapbox. <laughs> soapbox. I just needed boys. something for the title. That's all I was trying to get. Okay. So thank you. Soapbox. Soapbox. Or I, Town Crier would be a good title too. Soapbox boys. All right, boys. Uh, soapbox in the middle. We will see you next week. Peace. I love you guys. Later.